Hello and welcome to Bleed Advertising. This is the show about advertising and more, but now it is not. Now we have gone more specific. So our new tagline is going to be creative talk without the Kool-Aid. And that may seem like a contradiction because I just used the word tagline and that's very Kool-Aid-y. So for those of us who don't know what corporate Kool-Aid is or um, there's, there's a more severe kind of Kool-Aid in, in advertising and that's it's kind of like the tequila version of, of Kool-Aid. Um, but what corporate Kool-Aid is, I'm sure everyone knows about um, corporate Kool-Aid if you work in, in the corporate sector. Um, but basically what it is, um, a bunch of years ago, um, there was this guy by the name of Jim Jones, very charismatic guy, and um, he kind of indoctrinated people into, into, I'm actually leaving a lot out here, but essentially he ran a cult and he would have these ceremonies where he would get his followers to, to drink Kool-Aid um, and, and he told them that it would either be poisonous or it would, would be fine. Um, but the only way to, to kind of show that you're a true believer is to, is to trust. Um, and people landed up drinking this Kool-Aid and nothing happened. And nothing happened. And eventually one day something happened. So that's the metaphor. Um, and basically what we're trying to say here is uh, we, we're doing creative talk but without all the indoctrinations and without the the frills it's just um, tell it like it is and that is the that's the show now no more advertising and more it's all about creative talk without the kool-aid so what are we going to be talking about on the show today and as you can see I am not joined by Jacques Falcone Moodley the art director the beat maker and that is because I am going to be me being <laughs> Ryan White freelance graphic designer I will be highlighting my favorite parts of episode 5 from season 2 of bleed interviews and um, that that particular episode features none other than Bernice Poulin and now Bernice is a poet she's a writer she's a, a filmmaker and all-round awkward human being by her own admission and um, yeah basically just gonna be highlighting my favorite parts from from that from that particular episode and it was it was a great episode um, we recorded offside for the first time and yeah we, we recorded at the lovely toasted on Jan Smuts in Johannesburg South Africa and um, beautiful little toastery uh, if, if you could call it that, uh, we noticed that if you add ery to anything, it, it sounds a little bit more fancy. So, um, bespokery, toastery, you can also get coffee there. So, it was, it was a fun time, but I'm rambling on for too long now. Let's get into the first highlight. So, in this particular clip, Bernice Poulin, copywriter, Jacques Moodley, art director, and me, Ryan White, freelance graphic designer, we are going to be discussing what it's like working in advertising. And any, we started off with a, with a story that, um, that we've discussed on the, on the show before 
about how people behave in, in advertising and and perhaps infringe on, on personal spaces and maybe that doesn't happen in other industries so we, we, we um, take a little dive into that as well speaking about um, creative talk without the, the kool-aid I'm talking about dives uh, you see I, I'm a product of um, of my surroundings and my surroundings basically mean I'm around advertising all the time so um, it's the law of, of conformity so I've conformed to a certain degree I'm affected so let's take a deep dive <laughs> into this um, particular episode where we discuss what it's like working in advertising we compare it to other industries and um, what else do we discuss in this um, that's basically it and um, yeah we go off on tangents Bernice gets uh, distracted by a tapestry a beautiful tapestry that was at uh, toasted on Jan Smuts and um, yeah let me stop describing it and you can listen to it slash watch it because remember this podcast is available on uh, your favorite podcast player RSS feed Spotify Apple music um, as well as on YouTube if you want to see what we look like and how awkward we look or um, Maybe you just want to see how beautiful toast it is toasted on Jan Smuts um, But yeah rambling again, so here we go. So we were working at an agency Well, I say we I was and there was a little bit of a lull in the office and you know how people are sometimes touchy with the things that are in the fridge and whatever and this person burst into the room holding a bag of rotisserie chicken and was like who had a piece of my chicken I can definitely see someone's had this but like when I opened it it was like a ziploc bag I've seen someone's had a piece of my chicken what's the deal and um, yeah so she just burst into the agency into the studio and then um, she was like I hope you enjoyed whoever it was I hope you enjoyed that piece of chicken because I rubbed it all over my vagina and I have syphilis and gonorrhea. Huh. Yeah. But also that's, we all know that didn't happen. That happened to me and us, whoever was in the... Yes, but she didn't, she obviously didn't rub it anywhere. No, she didn't. But, but yeah. like logically that makes sense. But I'm just saying, to say that. Yeah, no, it's intense. Yeah. So it's, it's those kind of stories where I'm like, does this happen in finance? If you're working in finance <laughs> um, or at a law firm, do people behave in such a way and what drives them to behave in such a way is it it's like chicken and egg situation does the industry attract those kind of people or are people like that because of the industry you know they're like I'm here and it's just like kind of loose and everyone's like happy-go-lucky cool I can do whatever I want and infringe on people's you know you know I don't know like personal space <laughs> so it's those kind of things has there anything do you have friends that are in finance that say, hey, what's it like working in an ad agency? Do you guys just doodle all day? You know, that kind of stuff. I think the, the biggest question I get, is it like mad men? No. Does it feel like a stock standard job? And if, if does it really? So let's, let's, let's take it that way. We're behind like guests all day. Right? Yeah. It's not as like fun and exciting as they made it out to be in the pamphlet. No. It's but a fucking desk job. <laughs> It is, but it's it's still it's still like fun. I mean, you get to like create new things every day, mm. but it's just it's not like as crazy as other people paint it out to be. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, do, do your friends like say, hey, like, what did you get up to this week? And then you'll be like, hey, I was on shoot, that kind of stuff. I, I think yeah. that's where. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. People think I'm, I'm cool because I, I get to do that stuff. Like, they'll see my stories of like in studio, and they're like, oh, you're so cool. I'm like, no. <laughs> it took six months to create that, and now, like, after several nights of just working, 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 now it's a, a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually nice. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the best part is seeing your oh, your babies being born. Yeah. Like, oh, that's that's I'm proud yeah. of that. It's really amazing. Whereas I, I think I'm sure other people when they do like a really sweet Excel, like fucking nail this Excel. <laughs> Look at the spreadsheet. The story. Look at the table. You've, you've just got your laptop there with an Instagram story. It's just an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> hey, Excel for life. But I've okay. seen people in account management get excited about spreadsheets. They really do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the question I will ask you, which is something that Jacques and I have discussed, is is that it's it's interesting for us, and I know you work a bunch of late hours. You wake up early, and and you start working. Do you feel like it's warranted because? It's kind of like when you're coming up with an idea or a line, there's no right line. You eventually arrive at it and it feels right, but you can always like craft, you know? So there's no stopping. Um, and I think if you are at, at, a, at another place or another, you know, whether it's a law firm or you just kind of, you're on a project and it feels like there's progress being made. Okay, cool, we've litigated here, we've done this thing, we're making headway. And once the case is done, yes, they can reopen it later. But if you're working on a, on a concept, it's like, when is it done? You know, sometimes we solve it in the first three hours and you land up going back to it. So is it about like burning all the bridges and saying this was the right bridge? How do you, how do you feel that process works for you? Well, I can tell you when it's done. Uh, when, when I can't mention it, so this is done. When traffic is like, you're done. You're on the you're drive. Out, you're out of time. <laughs> yeah, you're out of time. That's so so what basically. you're saying is, in essence, you can do anything for three days. And then when they say, cool, it's done, you'll be like, well, this is it. This is it. It's this like you're spinning a wheel. I'm oh, doing sure. these ideas. Okay, time is up there. That's the one we're going for. Is when, that I, when I was in high school, our art teacher said that exact thing. She's like, an artist is never finished. Yeah. You just run out of time. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I think that's that's pretty true. Even like whether you're doing fine art or in your industry, like you can for this, you can paint something with gouache for hours and hours and hours. At some point, you have to go, fuck it. I'm done now. I've run out of time or fears or yeah. energy for all this thing. And now those people are kind of camps. Yeah. To manage to go, you're done. Finish up. But the issue I find with that is we're in an like infinite mindset. So. We're in an infinite mindset where we have like finite kind of, because if you think about creativity, they teach you to have like infinite thinking, just like possibilities are endless. So you're in that mindset, but then you're trying to mix it with the business structure where it's like, oh, we need to make money off this, you know, creative mindset, this infinite mindset, which is a finite thing, because at the end of the day, you need to build a client, you need to, you know, cash the check. Then I think there's a bit of friction there because then it's like, oh, I need to be creative, but also in these constraints. How do you deal with that? Um, <laughs> sorry, I was listening. My brain just shut off a little bit. I know this tapestry is beautiful. I'm just going to check this thing. Sorry. Okay, cool. Go ahead, go ahead. Thank you for your answer. We'll carry on. Yeah, um, so, no, lots of so time constraints, and then you were saying 
<laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. You're not even saying something really important. The tapestry is beautiful. No, <laughs> no I'm just saying. No, 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 I was just saying, like, I was just saying we've got this infinite mindset where it's like we're supposed to be out of the box creative thinkers, possibilities are endless, as well as, you know, stay within these constraints. We've got budgets, we need timesheets, we need. So they're asking us to be like super creative, but they're also hindering us with this other thing. So which one is it? Are we being, are we meant to be just efficient workers? We pump it out, which is kind of like where I'm at in my career because I can justify it. It's like, cool, if I do X amount of banners and whatever, whatever, whatever you guys are gonna make money. And if I do it in less hours, like you can charge more hours. You can say that it's done at that time because we know maybe some workers are a bit more efficient and quicker. So I'm making a profit. So that's how I've kind of like angled it. I think it's like twofold, right? Like on one hand, I'm super grateful that we have deadlines because I would never finish anything because I'm just one of those people who literally will just stay on something forever and maybe not have it out in the world. So I, I like I like time frames. I like that. But at the same time, you can't clients, man. Like that's <laughs> like clients and they always try to say like this line's better and it's like I, stu I studied for, for four years technically and you're gonna tell me that that line's better it's not because they also have to put a few hours on their timesheet so if they approve things straight up what are they going to put on their timesheets i approved this concept five minutes yeah no they're going to be like revert 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 okay 16 hours, cool. They don't do timesheets, that's the other thing. Clients do timesheets on client side, they do. They've got KPIs and KPAs. But do they do timesheets? They go sit and like, tell me this meeting for one hour. Yes. Really? Yes. I've never seen clients do timesheets. I've worked with clients, like in the. So, so I'm not talking about your freelance client, I'm talking about at a big institution no, and account, like a account manager. Yeah, no, they've got. They've got. They have to clock in eight hours a day. Just we need like to talk to a client. Yeah, we, we're getting, we'll get one in season three yeah. coming up. This is the final episode of season two, by the way. Just Sorry. putting it out there. No, we saved the, the best for, for last. Exactly. Uh, oh. Yeah. Brought to a nice place, like you don't want to go to everyone else, apartments. Yeah, everyone else got like a couch and like lukewarm coffee and a yeah. cookie. <laughs> I'm just kidding, all previous guests, yeah. they're not going to watch this. They've given up. They're like, oh, I've done my time. So that's it for the show, and I call it a show, it's actually just me talking into a laptop, recording it and uploading it to the internet, um, the internet, various channels on the internet, uh, YouTube, Spotify, RSS feed, um, yeah, Apple Music, a whole bunch, a whole bunch for you to listen to slash not listen to or watch or not watch, that is up to you, I'm just putting it out there into the ether for you guys out there who are potentially listening to the show. I'd like to give a, a big shout out to Kevin Schmidlin of Grow The Show who got in contact with us. And um, that podcast is about basically growing your show. If you're a up and coming podcaster um, and you want to grow your show. So very simple, very simple. So I've taken on board some of uh, Kevin's advice and um, the first piece of advice being be specific so that's why we are no longer 
Lead Advertising, the show about advertising and more. We are now Lead Advertising, <laughs> Creative Talk without the Kool-Aid. I need to get used to it still. Um, and um, yeah, maybe there's a bit of irony because we, we've still got our Kool-Aid-y traits, but um, we're trying. We're trying to be less Kool-Aid-y and, and, and less um, affected by the indoctrinations of corporate culture. Um, and that's what our show is about. It's about just talking about creative stuff without being, for lack of a better term, wanky. Um, anyways, that's it for the show. Big, big thanks to Jacques Moodley Falcone, the art director, and um, Bernice Pouleng, the copywriter, poet, and uh, filmmaker, and awkward human. Um, we had a great time at Toasted, run by Maria, Maria Lewis. I'm just rattling off so. <laughs> So many plugs um, at the end of the show, but um, big thanks to Maria Lewis for hosting us that particular day. If you would like to listen to the, the full episode, it's called Art with an Actual Income, and that's on Spotify, and um, also YouTube. Those are our two main ones, but um, Apple Music, RSS Feed, as I mentioned before. Um, yeah, the full episode, the full episode. This is, of course, just the highlights. I'm just giving you, you know, the best parts, the best parts. Um, as you can see, I'm running out of words and um, it is time to go. So I'll maybe see you guys next week. See slash listen slash you'll hear me. That's how this works. Um, okay, I'm out. You don't have to change.